Toast to film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey. And I'm one of your hosts, Ebo. And guys, we're doing something never been done before on Toast to Film. So, if this is your first time listening to Toast to Film, welcome. Mm. Yes. If you've listened before, welcome back. Absolutely. So, this is a bonus episode. No ad in front of this one. Because we wanted to do something... You know we love lists. If you, yeah. If you listen to us, we love lists. Absolutely. You know what's better than a list? A tournament. Buddy. Call it the Tournament of Power, if you will. The Tournament of Power Halloween Movie Showdown. Yeah. We took 64 movies. Yeah. We grouped them into eight categories. Yep. We deliberated, delegated, any other D word over the past three days. Mm -hmm. There was bloodshed. There was tears. Yep. Friendships were ended. Friendships were rekindled. Uh, Absolutely. People... There were hit lists put out on people. Just know, this would have been like a, <clears throat> you know, 47-hour podcast yeah. if we had not put in those three days for yeah. y'all. So, you are about to hear the tournament. There were some surprises in here, I'm not going to lie. Man, I couldn't believe it. Because, I, you know, I wrote down what I thought was going to happen, and a couple of dominoes fell. Yeah, same. So, here's how it worked. Like I said, we had 64 movies. Yeah. These movies were put into eight categories. Right. The eight categories were category one, which had to be zombie movies, infected movies, ghost movies. So mm-hmm. basically, the, you know, dead. Right. Zone. And then we had family movies. Mm-hmm. You know, something you'd want to watch with some children's. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're just a child at heart. Hey, nothing wrong with that. We had the vampire category, mm-hmm. always a fan favorite. We had the creature feature category. Which, buddy, that was a tough one. It got it got hairy. Yeah. Speaking of hairy, we had the werewolf category. Yes. We had the good old slasher category. Which it had some it had some greats in there, but that was probably one of the easier rounds. Yeah. We had the anthology <clears throat> musical category. That one was interesting. And the second chance showdown category where we each nominated four movies that we were like, I don't care. These four deserve to be yeah. in this tournament. After you did everything, four that you hated to leave off, you got to put back on. So that was good. And so also we had <clears throat> where we each had a push through. Yeah. Where you it had to be in the first or second round, but you got to, if you and the person could not come to an agreement, so me and Trey, yeah. you got to say, you know what? This is my push, and it automatically overthrows the argument that movie advances. Yeah. But you only get one, so Mm -hmm. you got to make sure. And I think both of us played it perfectly. Oh, I do too. And so... And we both got some movies we wanted to see get pushed out a few rounds, so we're happy. Exactly. And just to tell you how intense this got, we had to get judges involved. We had six judges that we had to go to. We had to get tiebreakers we had all <coughs> kinds of things happen, but you know there, what? You know, there was just some me and Eddie could not come to an agreement on because yeah. we were that passionate. So, like Eddie said, we had to get third parties involved. But before we start, 
can we just take a moment for all the movies that got left behind? Uh, a moment of silence. All right. R.I.P. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> all right. So here's how we're going to do it. Okay. Just to try and maximize your listening experience. Yeah. We're going to go category by category. Yep. Round one, round two, you know, semifinal and final. Right. And we will say this is the winner of this category. Once we have the winner of all eight categories, we'll do the quarterfinal, the semifinal, the finals. Mm -hmm. So, starting out, <clears throat> we got the dead zone. Oh, yeah. and one important thing. So, these eight movies, mm -hmm. how they were ranked in the bracket, I painstakingly, for all 64 movies, went to Rotten Tomatoes and put them in order from one to eight based on the user not yeah. the critic, the user rating. Mm, so what seed rating they got? So, of course, how it goes is the first movie I name will be the one seed. They'll be facing the eight seed. The two will be facing the seven. Yeah. The three will be facing the six. And the four and five. Yeah, exactly. So, number one seed, The Evil Dead. That's the Bruce Campbell mm -hmm. versus Night of the Demons. Yeah, this was a no-brainer for you and me. I, so, I love Night of the Demons. I do, too. Great movie. Lania Quigley. Yeah. You know, our bud Jess Norvisgaard, oh, you know, yeah. he loves the movie. Oh, and yeah, we we have a lot of love for that movie. But you know. there's just something about the Evil Dead, you know, spawned a franchise. It did. We both agree it's not the strongest of the franchise, but phenomenal movie. Yeah, exactly. So, it advanced. The Conjuring versus Paranormal Activity. This one, this one was a tough one. It was very tough. Both, you know, behemoths that created a <clears throat> huge legacy. Yeah, and both had amazing pros with very little cons. Both very small budgets. Yeah. Both very scary the yeah. first time you see them. Yeah. Because even though Conjuring had a bigger budget, it was still small compared to normal horror movie budgets. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was under five million, which considered a small budget. Yeah. I mean, you think big budget movies, just put in perspective, guys, we're talking anywhere from 50 to 200 million. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Avengers Infinity War. That was $500 million. But I will say on the flip side, a movie that did not make it into this, Insidious, mm. had a budget of 800000 Yeah. Which, that's impressive. Yeah, it is. For what they did. Yeah, absolutely. But we're not here to talk about that. Right. So we ultimately came to The Conjuring just... It will really get under your skin in some parts. Yeah. So I agree. We it was just a very well made movie mm -hmm. with, you know, a bigger budget, which you could tell. Mm -hmm. Um, but you guys, all the respect to Paranormal Activity because with a ten thousand dollar budget, it really hung in there against the conjuring, which was a five million dollar budget. So this <clears> next <throat> one was so, you know, gridiron between the two of us. That we had to go to a judge's decision on this. Yep. One. Dawn of the Dead, mm -hmm. Zack Snyder versus It Follows. Yes. Dawn of the Dead, you know, Zack Snyder's one of my favorite 2004, to me, could be the best zombie movie. Just, uh, it's top five regardless. You know, you get good story, you get good characters. Yeah. For most part, they don't make dumb decisions. Right. You get scary zombies. You got a great opener. Yeah. Like the little girl, and then they leave the house, and everything's gone to hell. Yeah. Absolutely. And it follows just and so good. 
It follows so unique. Just, it follows just something different. It's in a category we don't see a lot. An instant classic. We don't get a lot of those for the new age. It just feels like movies set in the 80s and older were like classics, you know? But we don't get a lot of those feels. But when I walked out of the movie, I said, this is a cult classic. I use those exact well, words. And let me give you three reasons why. <coughs> One, the score is phenomenal. It's Peckable. akin to like Creep Show, The Exorcist. Yeah. All the greats. Yeah. Um, the premise was real interesting with how they chose to show and not show the creature. You know, this ST demon. Yeah. And they took um, all the right inspirations from other yeah. movies, but made it their own. To where, at the end of the movie, you didn't think, oh, this was a copy. It's like, no, they took inspiration, but they totally wrote their own thing and made it very original and came up with a really cool way to, you know, for demons to pass, you know? And this one, Trey, I'll ask you, what decade did It Follows take place in? Yeah, it <laughs> in the movie, it feels like the 80s, but it was actually present day. Well, we don't know. I think it was. I think because, they showed... Because you got to think, some of the cars were, like, from the 60s. Yeah. You know, the TV was from, like, the 60s or 50s. But then um, the one girl with glasses, she had, like, basically an iPhone clamshell. Yeah, exactly. But no one had a singular phone. Yeah. It, it's just they chose very smartly to not date it. Yes, I, I think that was Gun genius. to my head, I could not tell you <coughs> definitively. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, when you watch the movie, if you didn't see that tablet or whatever she was playing on, you would never know. I mean, uh, you could say 80s, you could say 70s. Yeah. I mean, it felt, it just felt, it had that old horror. You could even say 2010. It had that feeling that I love in the old horror movies where parents were always at work, kids were at home waiting yeah. for their parents to come home, and they were helpless. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you know, like in most horror, you have sex. That's, and they they really play like that. Like the meta. great Randy said, "Yeah, you can never have sex." E exactly, exactly from Scream. But so judge's decision, it follows advanced. Mm -hmm. The Babadook versus Overlord. Guys, when we talk about a real heartbreaker here, th this was one of them. This one shocked me because the Babadook amazing movie you know very creative low budget yeah female director aussie horror movie yeah overlord you know had this blockbuster feel but also had like a cool zombie feel Dude, to it it was also original and it gave us something we've always wanted nazi zombies yeah we i mean other than dead snow yeah but you know for the big screen yeah you know? so that one trey you know, I I was like, you know, I like both movies. I know Trey loves both movies. Yeah. So I left that one up to Trey and Overlord Advanced. Yeah. It just, you know, I think what was so good about Overlord is the rewatchability. It was, yeah. like you said, more action, so it was easier to flip on. Yeah. You know, Babadook, and I will, me and Eddie will say this right here, right now. The Babadook was a perfect film. I mean, do you want to die? Yes, it was a perfect film, but it's it's a slow burner. Yeah, so it's not a movie you can watch all the time. Overlord is great movie, so it had to advance. And so these 
you know, next ones all were judges' decisions. We were very split. I think this was one of the biggest split categories. Mm. So we had The Evil Dead versus The Conjuring. Dude. Both, I think, are incredible movies. But as I'm going to go ahead and say this once and try to not bring this up again. Mm Mm-hmm. But when I think of Halloween, <clears throat> right, I think of Kmart mm. because that to me was Halloween. It got me in the mood for uh, Halloween. I do miss Kmart. And then I think of Turner Classic Movies mm-hmm. when they would do their 31 Days of Fright. Yeah. And they always had the three Evil Deads on. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, God, I love the Evil Dead. And so for nostalgia's sake, I was Evil Dead. Trey brought up amazing points that The Conjuring, you, buddy. you know, phenomenal movie. And I can't deny anything he said. Yeah. But we were just, I was torn. I was yeah. like, I want Bruce to at least go one more. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tough one for me, too. I think my biggest argument was, you know, when I think Evil Dead, I instantly think Army of Darkness. It's like it's like Evil Dead spawns Army of Darkness, you know? Mm-hmm. But Evil Dead was a great movie, and also 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then yeah. it follows Trumped Overlord. Yeah. That one was tough. I didn't think I was going to have to sell Trey, but yeah. eventually... We have both such a love for It Follows that it wasn't too painful, you know? Because Overlord is so good. So good. But ultimately, so Trey, when he's determining the matchup, he was going for which to him is the better movie. Yeah, like, all these are horror movies, but which one's the better? I was going for which one to me is more Halloween, and that will come up big later. Yeah, exactly. With a couple of matchups where I had to make a sacrificial choice. Right, right. But it follows Evil Dead semifinal. Yep. Ended up going to It Follows. Right. Yeah. As your winner for the Dead Zone. Yeah. So now family, right? Yes. So this category, let me tell y'all, the Cinderella story. Jesus. It starts right here. This one was painful, guys. This so, one was painful. Opening matchup, young Frankenstein. Versus the mo- versus under wraps. Yeah, under wraps, not the new one. Don't bring your little BS twenty twenty one. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fair, but the original under wraps is such a heartfelt movie. Yeah, that movie is nothing but heart. It's just great. But Young Frankenstein, you know Mel Brooks. Just some of the funniest things, and some things you don't understand until you're an adult. Yeah. Like, you remember Frau Brüher? Yeah. And every time they said her name, the horses would go, and the lightning would strike. (laughs) It's because her last name, translated in German, is German for glue. Oh. So they were saying Miss Glue, which is why the horses... Like, that just goes to show you... How many levels Mel Brooks would put in his comedies? Mel Brooks was amazing, man. He was just an amazing figure. So, Young Frankenstein advanced. Yep. So, the Battle of the Monsters. Yeah. We got the Monster Squad. Yeah. You know I love the squad. Man. Goonies meets monsters. Versus monsters versus aliens. Which, guys, it's kind of sad because I feel like monsters versus aliens didn't get enough love. 
Yeah. But that's a heck of an animated show. It did get a special, though, that I love. Oh, it's my favorite. Mutant Pumpkins. Yeah, it's my favorite, dude. I had the six-pack. Dude, I just watched it the other day. Oh, so good. Monsters of Aliens. Very criminally, I'll say, underrated movie. But the Monster Squad. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say the line, because yeah. I say it every time I bring up Monster Squad, but yeah. I will say, Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, hey, Wolfman's got nards, man. I mean, that's a question people need to know. They, a, a documentary people need to see. Oh, my God, yeah. Let me tell you, if you love Monster Squad, especially, yeah. or if you've ever been curious about it, yeah, watch this documentary. Like, it gave me all the feels. I mean, I'm wearing my squad shirt, just for I this can, I can, I can... Uh, Attest to that, guys. So, this one shocked me with Trey's vote. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Some consider the best Scooby-Doo movie. I do. I do. Versus The Addams Family. We're talking about the one made in the 90s, the live action. Oh, man. See, this was a no... This one really ultimately was a no-brainer because I first saw Addams Family going further, you know? Adam's family will always have a place in my heart. First off, it came out right when we were born, practically. And I remember my dad... I was three when it came out. You were two. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It yeah, was toddler it, years. We grew up with this. I'll remember my dad would, like, carry me down the steps when I was, like, little. And because I was just so sleepy. And he would sing the... Boom, 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 boom. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just remember that, man, you know, and I don't know, it was just, uh, you know, sentimental reasons. So, Zombie Island, great movie, but Trey and I were able to come to agreement, yeah. and Adam's family. And did you, were you Adam's family for, I know you, like, I can't remember, did I Honestly, sway you, or were you Adam's family for Adam's the family, I thought was going to be a round one exit. Really? Like, I never would have thought... It stood a chance to go further, but it would have, except what we're about to get into. Yeah. So, this one was a tough one. Yeah. Paranorman. A movie I would give six stars if I could. Versus Halloween Town, which is our childhood when it comes to Halloween. It is. Disney Channel would always play, you know, movies <clears throat> like Don't Look Under the Bed, Under Wraps. Yeah. Um, the can of worms, you know, all these movies. But Halloween Town was the special yeah. one. This one this one hurt me. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds, man. So good. But we <clears throat> left it up to the judges. Yeah. Are y'all ready for this? Cause you're about to hear a combo. Yeah. So the judges picked Paranorman. And I used my one push through to have Paranorman beat the Adams family. Yeah. Which sent Paranorman to the semi-finals. Which is crazy. And on the other side, Young Frankenstein versus Monster Squad. Trey was kind enough yeah. to have let me make the final say. You know, and I feel like it's deserving. I feel like it's And I deserving. picked the Monster Squad. Yep. Because I think Mel Brooks gets a lot of love. Yeah. I still don't think this movie gets enough love. I don't think it does either. Because, I mean, it's Goonies meets, like... The Universal Monsters. Yeah, exactly. Like, they all look like the Universal Monsters did. Yeah. Like, Dracula has the cape, he turns into a bat. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, I agree. So, the semifinals were Paranorman versus Monster Squad. Two of my loves. And we ended up going with Paranorman. Dude. Paranorman 
won the family. Which is crazy, man. And we'll get in more of the Cinderella story in a little bit. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, it's crazy, man. So, second chance category. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering how I'm reading it, we did, if you've seen a bracket, a 64 bracket, you have the A side and the B side. We're starting with the A side. Right. So, the second chance category, we have the Lon Chaney Wolfman versus Hellfest. Mm-hmm. Hellfest very unique slasher movie that mm-hmm. came out recently. Yeah. I just rewatched it. Still holds up, you know, two years old. Absolutely. Maybe three. But Universal Monsters Wolfman, so amazing. It moved forward. Yes. This one was a tough one for both of us. But I feel we came to the right decision. Yeah. Ginger Snaps versus The Tales of Halloween. Yeah. Ginger Snaps... You know, great werewolf movie. It's an analogy for a woman, you know, going through puberty. Yeah. And just a great werewolf movie. It was. A lot of fun. Tales of Halloween, though. Like, man. So Can't many... say enough about it because for so many years, Trick or Treat has just been the front runner of Halloween and a perfect anthology. So we didn't really have anything great until Tales of Halloween. And because. Then... I mean, think about the gap. Yeah. Trick or Treat was 07. Tales of Halloween was, what, 2015, maybe? Yeah. Maybe later? Yeah. Because, I mean, we've had other good ones, like Nightmare Cinema and stuff like that. But Mortuary Collection. Dude, Mortuary Collection. But Tales of Halloween, it just gets me in the mood. Yeah. So it advanced. This, we got another, another... Double feature coming up. So, Drag Me to Hell versus Sinister. We went to the judges because I am Team Sinister. I mean, I have the poster yeah. from a early screening where yeah. I met the director and writer. Mm-hmm. I was that. But Trey, you know, he has a love for Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. I do. And we went to judges and judges picked Sinister. I may have watched Drag Me to Hell tonight. I may watch it But again. here we go. Listen to this. So, Book of Life. Yeah. A movie I adore. Yes. The better version of Coco. Mm-hmm. I will go on record saying that. Yeah, they're both great. It's more colorful. <clears throat> I mean, Coco, wonderful movie. Absolutely. But Book of Life just has that little extra something. I don't right. know what it is. Right. But Book of Life versus Feast. Trey, <laughs> I pulled up that clip. <laughs> Who in the hell are you? I'm the guy who's going to save your life. <laughs> Yank through a window. Bro, Feast does not get enough love, okay? Let's it really talk. doesn't. I love that movie. I One love that movie so much. most zany and gory movies ever made. I love uh, I love the line where um, the old woman's sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. you know, and she just keeps drinking no matter what. Like, she's just not phased. And uh, they have a scene where, like, the main guy, like, the next main guy. Yeah. Who's kind of an asshole, yeah. you know? Like you know oh, that. Like most of these people are despicable. Yeah, and that's what makes it great. Yeah, but um, like I just love when they have the task of having to go outside and um, having to go somewhere. The grandmother says, "Well, I guess I'll go out there." And then the guy says, "What are you gonna do, Grandma? Gum them to death?" <laughs> but we left that one to the judges. The judges picked Feast. Yes, they did. And Trey pushed Feast on past Sinister. So Feast will face 
Wolfman versus Tales of Halloween. Yep. We ended up going with Tales of Halloween. Yep. And Feast. Cinderella story as well. Ended up going <clears throat> and winning the second chance tournament. Yeah. Couldn't be happier. And the last category on side A. And this one we will um, announce. There is one movie that was misplaced. Mm -hmm. So when we did this, I don't know how... I overlooked it because we love this movie. But Fright Night, the original Fright Night from 85, I believe, mm -hmm. it was left off the vampire list. Yeah. And so Trey, being the good chap he is, he said, Eddie, let's take out A Girl Walks Alone, a girl walks alone oh. Home at Night. <laughs> a Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It's Y'all, I have dyslexia. <laughs> I don't... I've mentioned it a few times, so that is the hardest title for me to read. Girl walks home because alone it's at so night. long. Yeah, but Trey sacrificed that movie, so Fright Night could be in the tournament. It, it was more deserving. More people know yeah. about it, and it needed to be talked about. We're talking the greats here. Yeah. So let me tell you, this was a fun one. So yeah, it was. Interview with a Vampire versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer, not the show. We're talking about 1992. Oh, yeah. Christy Swanson. Oh, baby. You know, another movie about menstruation. Because remember, that's how, you know, she he knew she was the, oh, yeah, yeah. the slayer. Yeah. She's like, oh, so I got some kind of, you know, bloody lineage or something. Yeah. I forgot what the line is. I just rewatched it. I know it. you're talking about. Buffy Vampire Slayer might have the longest death scene in cinema history. Because Paul Rubin... Oh. gets killed like 50 minutes into the movie. Oh, my God. And he's still dying when the movie ends. Yeah. Like, he's a credit scene yeah. where he's still, ooh, I eat. Ooh, I just, I, I love that movie. Pee Wee Herman, man, I as know, a man. vampire who who's dying for eternity. <laughs> we ended up going, no disrespect to interview the vampire, Yeah, we went with Buffy. Yeah. It was deserving. The Lost Boys versus John Carpenter's Vampires. We're mm -hmm. talking about James Wood. Mm -hmm. But even James Wood was not enough for, I still believe. There you go. Doo, doo, doo. Yes. I mean, Lost Boys just, we knew. It, Lost Boys is one of the absolute greats. I mean, to be fair, there's a movie that I'm writing that one day will see the light of, mm -hmm. and it is inspired by Lost Boys. Hey, there you go. The theme-wise, just the feel you get when you watch it. Yeah. So then we have Fright Night versus 30 Days of Night. Wait, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. I mean, night. 30 Days of Night, phenomenal. Phenomenal. But Fright but... Night, you get the sexy vampire, Jerry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not a sexy name. No. But no. damn, he was a stud. He was and a And he stud. could pull some women. Yeah, he could, buddy. You get Charlie, fun the inquisitive little twit. Yeah. You get Peter, Peter Vincent, Vincent, the TV show schmuck, yeah, who it ends up being a great vampire killer. Oh, dude, I love it. I so, love it. this one hurt Trey, and we talked about this one for like twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. Van Helsing mm. versus Salem's Lot. This one really. The hurt. only Stephen King movie that made the mm -hmm. bracket. Yeah, and ultimately. I was able to sway old Trey. Mm -hmm. It just comes down to rewatchability because Salem's Lot, 
Uh, I mean, I still have watched that movie, you know, 20 times in yeah. my life. But it's a three-hour movie. Well, and so to me, Salem's Lot is something you put on. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn off the lights. You, it's Friday night. Yeah. And, you know, I love saying Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. You, put, you get your popcorn. You get your beverages. Yeah. And you just sit down and watch it. Van Helsing, to me, you can sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. You can put it on while you're doing chores. Absolutely. You can put it on at a party. It just has so much, and I mean, right. Hugh Jackman, the man in that movie. Oh, buddy. And them, them not... female vampires. Man. I mean, Giddy I'd be up. dead. Giddy up, I'd be buddy. dead. Yeah. Especially that redhead. Oh, man, you can go Ooh. and kill me. But, you know, Van Helsing deserved to yeah. move forward. Phenomenal <laughs> movie. So, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Versus Lost Boys. Well, guess what? She slayed them boys. I was so happy to see Buffy get another round. So, it was, it was fault to see another day. Fright Night versus Van Helsing. So, a battle of the great vampire killers. And you gotta go... Fright Night. You gotta go Fright Night. Because Van Helsing, I mean... It is mostly a vampire movie, but it's also an action movie, an adventure movie. Well, here's the thing about Van Helsing. Fright Night. Nothing will ever be better than the scene when Peter Vincent realizes they were telling the truth. Oh, yeah. When he's got the mirror, yeah. and he's walking, and he sees he's not in the reflection. That is one of the most iconic scenes to me. And, first off, you get the stud, van- the headmaster vampire, but then when he transforms, it's great. Oh, yeah. And, it, well, dude, even, like, when they hold up the cross to him, yeah, and he does that, oh. yeah, and he's just like, in between human and bat. Yeah. And we even get him as a bat creature. Yeah, that was great. So, Fright Night Advance. So, we had the vampire finals. Mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. She just was a hair shy of being the superior slayer. Yep. Fright Night won. Man, and let me tell you. It was deserving. Yeah. So, Fright Night carried on... And so, you know what? We were very happy with that. At the end of the day, we didn't we didn't ultimately shed a tear. So you know? before we do the quarterfinals, let's go over to bracket B and see how those got here. Okay. So we are going um, into the anthology section. The anthology musical section. Yeah, anthology musical section. And we started out with um, VHS uh, versus Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Show some respect. Yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And this one was a tough one because VHS Spawned a series, doesn't get enough love, Yeah, and has some really great, yeah. you know, really great shorts. But ultimately, there's something about Rocky Horror, man. Yeah. You can turn on any time, and I don't care what you say. When you're with a group... You watch that movie, you're going to have a good time. Because it's a wild ride. Especially if you get to do an interactive shadow cast yes. like we have. Yes. But, that is amazing. So, Rocky Horror Advance. What's next? Then we have Repo, versus, uh, Repo the Generic Opera versus Tell from the Dark Side. Tells from the Dark Side. Amazing movie. Yeah. Repo Generic Opera. You know how much I love it. I mean, you got Blind Mag. Yeah. You got Bill Mosley. You got Paris Hilton. Yeah. Where she's actually good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that says a lot about her, the and, director, everything. Yeah, the director and the writers writing it, you know. So, you know, but ultimately we had to go 
Yeah, you know. Tales from the Dark Side is just so... It's just iconic. It's, it's underappreciated, man. It really is. dude, I mean, the first story in Tales from the Dark Side has Christian Slater, Julian Moore, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. That's just your first one. Oh, I know. It's a heck of a cast. But, you know, so I, I feel like we made the right decision. Yeah. But going on between Rocky Horror, you want to go and do that one? Well, or do you want to? Do we, you want to go and spar in that one? We got, we gotta, we gotta do them in order, okay, Trey. Right. Round one, round two. All right, all right. Well, then the next one was Trick or Treat versus Ghost Stories. Listen, Ghost Stories. If you have not seen it, it's a must. Is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, just great movie. Everyone does great in it. But Trick or Treat, it's just, it's hard to be. It's hard to outshadow Trick or Treat. I mean, Trick or Treat is Halloween. It, it is. Sam Heim is and, the movie. And the perfect name. Yeah. Trick or Treat. The Just like Toys R Us. Yes, exactly. So um, we had to let Trick or Treat advance. But the next one and the last, the last one for this bracket is Devil's Carnival versus Creep Show. Now, this one was a little, was tough. It was tough because Creepshow, phenomenal anthology. Right. You know, just spawned a show, spawned sequels, which right. I think two's the better <clears throat> Creepshow. I do too. Devil's and, Carnival. And that's why we had to choose Devil's Carnival because Creepshow 2 is where we have our love, but Devil's Carnival is just... It's, it's the devil. It's a Carnival. great musical. And yeah. great cast, and you know, I felt bad for Darren Lynn Bozeman because Repo didn't advance. Yeah. So at least was happy one of his yeah. got out of round one. I agree. And um, so uh, after you know that one going back, we have Rocky Horror facing up against Tales from the Dark Side. This one was tough, but ultimately, like when I think of Rocky Horror now, unfortunately COVID. Yeah. prevented that these past two years right but me trey peyton spencer sometimes other people depending on their schedule mm -hmm. we go downtown to the springer the right. haunted springer opera house yeah and they have a live shadow cast do mm -hmm. rocky horror and it's so much fun amazing time. every year it's fun so uh yeah i mean we have a lot of love and commitment to rocky horror yeah. so you know it had to move on but going down to the next one Trick or Treat versus Devil's Carnival. Yes, this one was a no-brainer. Yeah. As much as I love Devil's Carnival, I mean, I even went out and found the vinyl. Yeah. Because I love the movie. I found the Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, not easy things to find sometimes. Right. But like you said, buddy, it had to be Trick or Treat. But the interesting one is the final matchup between yeah. this bracket. Rocky Horror and Trick or Treat. We're talking The two... best Halloween musical. Versus the best Halloween movie, probably, you know? Well, at least for this, we'll say best anthology. Yeah, best anthology. And I think what's interesting about this is you're pinning up two cult classics. Because yeah. not everyone has seen Trick or Treat. It's still, you which know... Is just which is an abomination. And then there's still people who had not seen Rocky Horror. I think that has more to do with the subject matter. I think yeah. people are biased about it. Yeah, I think so too. But it's trick or treat. I mean, oh man, Rocky Horror is just—they're both so good. Trick but or treat. trick or treat had to move on. Was our winner, so it moved forward. So um, 
a lot of a lot of wildness in this next one. Man, now this one is the creature category. Yeah. And this one was very tough because right off the bat we have the thing versus critters. John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing. Yep. You know, versus critters. Critters. This one was a tough one. I thought it was going to be a tough one for Eddie. Yeah. And it was, but I think ultimately you knew. Critters, to me, so Gremlins has a million knockoffs. Right. I mean, you got munchies, you got critters, you got ghoulies, you got, um, I'm blanking on the, uh, hobgoblins. Yep. Like, there's so many. Yeah. But critters is the best. And yeah. Especially the first critters. I agree. You know, the krites. That's yeah. what they're actually called, is krites. Yeah. But the thing, it gave us just so much memorable stuff. And you know what? Just for old diabetes, I'm, <laughs> we pushed it forward. We pushed it forward, buddy. And it's just, it's a great movie. This Put next on. one, I left up to Trey, and he surprised me. This one was really tough because it is bo two of our favorites. Oh, yeah, two movies we love. And it is A Quiet Place versus Pumpkinhead. Here's the thing. The daddy dies in both. Yeah, he does. Here's the thing. I have a pumpkin head shirt. Yeah. I love my pumpkin head shirt. I love... We just watched it there night. Yeah, we just watched it there night. Old, old Jimmy was watching. He yeah. said, how many of them pumpkin heads are I there? mean, he loves pumpkin head, you know? But A Quiet Place, it to me... It shocked me with how good it was. I didn't know we could see a perfect horror film like yeah. that in this generation. I mean, no one did anything stupid. No. I mean... The the little girl and the son kind of did, but... Not really, though. But compared to other children, because, yeah. I mean, they're young. They're, yeah, they're going to be... They're going to... They're going to get mad and be in their feelings. Exactly. They're going through puberty. Yeah. But, Trey, which did you end up choosing? We had to go with A Quiet Place. Which I was shocked. Yeah. Now, if I didn't say that from the get-go, were you going to choose A Quiet Place? As we talked about, that one's just tough for me, because... Yeah. Pumpkinhead's more of a Halloween movie, but A Quiet Place, as well, I'll I'll save my second point for A Quiet Place when we get back to its matchup. Okay. So, then next, we had a really interesting one. We had Cabin in the Wood versus Jeepers Creepers, and whew, let me tell you, this was a tough one, and I ultimately, I left this one up to Eddie. Yeah. Because I was originally for Jeepers Creepers, Yeah. and you were for Cabin in the Woods. And I, y'all, let me tell you... I did a hell. <coughs> Joss Whedon needs to send me, you know, just send me a ten dollar check because I did a hell of a sales pitch <laughs> and persuaded Trey. Yeah, and we got Cabin in the Woods advancing. Cabin in the Woods advanced. Then next, talking about a couple of classics. Oh, this one. Let me tell you before Trey says this because it still hurts my heart. Yeah, that these two faced in round one. That is funny that these two did face in round one. Because one movie is my childhood. I mean, I have a figure of it staring down at me because it gave me the love. It yeah. literally is responsible for me loving creature movies. Yeah. Versus a movie that I have shoes of. Yeah. I own three copies of. Mm hmm And I have the song as one of my ringtones. Yeah, exactly. So, Trey, tell the two. Say it. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So, both 
phenomenal movies. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you two reasons why Creature, I ended up going with Creature winning. Because Trey, he could see the anguish on my face. Mm-hmm. He said, buddy, whichever will make you feel better. Yeah. Two things. One, I wanted a universal monster movie to advance. Yep. That's Creature from Black Lagoon. Two, I have been to where they filmed Creature from Black Lagoon. It's filmed right in this little area where it's like kind of Georgia, kind of Florida. Yeah. Cool Wallace Springs. Don't ask me to spell oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. So, Creature from Black Lagoon, advance. Well, I'm glad to see that there. But, Oof. this was interesting because the next bracket, we have the thing going against a quiet place. To me, my other point I was going to say about quiet place I say for this, quiet place is a five-star movie. It is. Thing is a five-star movie also. It is. And when we were deciding this, I think it kind of came down to nostalgia for me and Eddie. Yeah. Well, not only that, but we didn't bring this one up, but I would say it if we had gone longer, because we went pretty quick with that one. Yeah. But practical effects versus CGI. Yeah. With me and Trey, practical effects are going to win nine out of ten times. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, man, this this was just a fun one. So, the thing had to advance. This next one was a judge's decision, mm-hmm. and it hurt me a little. But, yeah. But I'm, I wasn't mad, though, at what yeah. one. Yeah, we had to let Cabin in the Woods advance. Cabin in the Woods beat Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, but based on, you know, chance. Yeah, it was all chance. And then, down to the final two. For the creatures. The Thing versus Cabin in the Woods. And, man, let me just say... Holy I'm really, Toledo's. I'm happy it ended the way it did with pairing those two up yeah. because we love both of these movies. Love them. And it was good that it was shown that it was shown that we loved them. Yeah. They they made it the distance. But ultimately Only yet again one. we had to go with the thing. Because and it is just that's the number one seed. Yeah. It was just that good, you know? And most people will agree with that. Trey, we're I'm down on. to the final two categories before we get to the quarterfinals. Yep. Oh. The Werewolves Central. Wolf, Wolf is right, because this Man. was a tough one. So, right off the bat, an American Werewolf in London, one of the most best written werewolf movies made. Yeah. Versus the best werewolf in a movie. Yeah. Bad Moon. Yeah. If you haven't seen Bad Moon, holy crap. Bad Moon. I watched it like a week ago. I've said this on the pod before. Bad Moon is my number two werewolf movie of all time. Yeah. Would you, you know? say it's your number one werewolf, though? American Werewolf. I know Trey loves American but, Werewolf. But, hold on, wait, though. To be fair to your question, it is my number one bipedal werewolf. That's fair. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. See, this is what I like. Me and Trey, yeah. we get to, you know, the nitty gritty. Yeah. It is bipedal. So that's why I don't really count American Werewolf, because that's a whole different category. Yeah, because you know I'm a I'm big on bipedal werewolves. Yeah, and I am too, but when you think about it, you don't get many four-legged werewolves. Well, when you do their CG, so they're kind of forgettable. Yeah, they this one did it right. American Werewolf, yeah, practical effects. Well, practical effects. Yeah. But Bad Moon, I mean, it has animatronics in the nose, yeah. the snout, the ears, the eyes, yeah. the eyebrows. Yeah. But American Werewolf. It had to. Man. It had to. You know, I I gotta say that was a really tough one 
because you pinned up two of my favorites. American Wolf in London and Bad Moon are my two favorite wolf movies yeah. of all time. You pinned them and right up. And it's all up, fate. And it's all fate because, like I said, it's seeds-based. You yeah. know, based them on different seeds. But that hurt me because I wanted Bad Moon to go further, you know? Yeah. It was another case where I was like, this... I would have thought would have been the finals or at least the second round, and it's round one. Yeah. All based on seeding. Yeah. It just had to be... American Werewolf needed to move on. Yeah. So this next one. <coughs> this one was a long discussion. Yeah. I mean, there were some claws on this one. Yeah. Werewolves Within mm-hmm. versus... Late phases, Night of the Lone Wolf. That's right. I give full respect and say the full name. Yeah. Because let me tell you what. If you haven't seen Late Phases, which I'm going to guess you haven't. Please run to see this movie. Don't walk. Run. I mean, just great story. But Werewolves Within was just such a surprise with how good it was. Yeah. It was amazing. I was able to... You know, give my lawyer speech to Trey mm-hmm. and persuade him. If I had to say how that one was, like if we were like doing quote unquote votes, mm-hmm. Werewolves Within was a fifty-one percent to Late Phases forty-nine percent. That one was that close. Yeah, I, I agree because I just wanted Werewolves Within to go, even though it hurt me. Late Phases getting knocked out. I agree. Because there were different pros for each of them. Oh, and I was wrong. So another Stephen King made the cut. I forgot about this one. Silver Bullet. Yep. You know, featuring old Gary. Yeah. Uncle Gary. But you're right in that the there was only one Stephen King that moved forward one. Yeah. Little spoiler, guys. And Dog Soldiers. Mm-hmm. No brainer though. Yeah, Dog Soldiers is so freaking good. No brainer. We can move on. That one's just easy. So this one was surprising and made me so happy. Jim Cummings, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, just phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Hey there, little red riding. Yeah, great, great soundtrack. Song, great trailer, great movie. Everything. Worst cop. Terrible cop. But great at the same time. Yeah, just like in Halloween Kills. Yep. Oh, yeah. Versus The Howling. Came out the same year as American Werewolf in London. Could you imagine being alive and those two movies coming out the same year? Jesus, man. What a year. This one was really hard, but it all came down to what we had moving forward. And I wanted to give a different type of werewolf movie a, a, a chance. Because we already advanced Dog Soldiers, and Dog Soldiers was Howling, practically. You know? Yeah, it the hair was just different. Yeah. Howling had a little more towards like the ears and the yeah. back, whereas Dog Soldiers had it more on like the arms, the armpits, the yeah. sides. Dog Soldiers were just crazy looking. They almost looked like they had mange. Yeah, they did, but in the best way. Like, oh, it was so good. But Wolf of Snow Hollow advanced. It did. Shout out to Jim Cummings. Yes. So, American Werewolf in London versus Werewolves Within. I wasn't even mad at it, because American Werewolf advanced. I was really happy with that. You know, Werewolves Within, they made it out of the first round. Yeah. That's something to be proud of. I yeah, mean, it was. That movie's only been out, like, a few months. Yeah. 
Exactly. And they made it out of round one. Exactly. Bad Moon didn't make it out of round one. I know. But not a lot of people know about Bad Moon. Well, shame on them. Yeah. Um, Dog Soldiers versus Wolf of Snow Hollow. Mm. This was a tough one. Yeah. But the Wolf of Snow Hollow. It made it. And, you know, it's I'm glad because people need to know about this movie. Jim Cummings wrote, directed, and acted... Which it's the hard. Triple threat, it's man. hard to get triple threats. I mean, the last one I remember is um, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. If I may, and this is gonna sound like a dig, hmm. but I'm gonna follow it with a praise immediately. I mean, yeah, it was remade. Oh no, so no, no, no! Oh no, no! Bradley Cooper did phenomenal. Okay. I'm just saying there is someone who constantly does this, the triple threat. Oh. And that's Tyler Perry. But, if I may, because, you know, a lot of his movies, let's just say, aren't high high on our spectrum. Yeah. But, if I can give credit to him, mm-hmm. he bought land, built a studio. He builds his own sets on his land, so he has all the money. And, like... There was this movie, A Fall from Grace. Was it a good movie? No. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. It's not a good movie. But when you see that movie and know he filmed it in five days. That's insane. I mean, imagine what he could have done with that movie if he had had like a month. (laughs) Well, I was going to say a month. Yeah. Like, holy crap. So, but yeah, triple threats we don't get often. Yeah. But American World in London ended up winning yeah. the werewolf category. I'm so happy. I am so happy with that. And finally, I'm going to dare say this was our favorite category, or at least one of our favorites, mm-hmm. but this was the quickest one. Dude, and we can run through this one yeah. quick. So, the original Halloween versus Bloodfest. Easy. Original Halloween's a perfect film. Blood West is Bloodfest is a fun film. Yeah. Halloween advances. Yep. A Nightmare on Elm Street versus Cry Wolf. Yep. Cry Wolf, very creative slasher movie. Yes. But Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, phenomenal. Yeah. Nightmare moves on. Scream versus Your Next. Both are meta movies. Yeah. Both are phenomenal. Both I adore. Yeah. But Scream advances. Mm Mm-hmm. Hush versus Child's Play. Yes. You know, Brad Dorf gets a little love. Child's Play moves on. Halloween versus A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. We love them both, but Halloween had to advance. Yeah, I agree. Scream versus Child's Play. Well, Chucky, what's your favorite scary movie? Because you better go watch it because you're out the tournament. Exactly, buddy. Scream moved on. Had to. Halloween versus Scream in the finals. And that one did hurt. We had to talk about it. Yeah. Which I didn't expect, but we have such a love for Scream. Yeah. I will tell anybody. If Halloween 1978 did not exist, or if I had not seen it when I was a child, Scream would be the greatest slasher movie ever made. Absolutely. Because I have it right at number two, and I'm talking, more, you know what, I'll say, I'll have it at 1.3. Yeah. It's that close. I agree. But Halloween won. Well, Trey, we're here. We're here, buddy. The top eight. Yes. Let's start out with the Cinderella story. Paranorman. Paranorman, a movie I love. <coughs> True story, and Trey, Trey knows this, because, yeah. I mean, it happens every week, practically. Yeah. 
I was in tears watching this movie because yeah. it was so sweet. Versus It Follows, amazing soundtrack, unique yeah. movie, smart. It went to a judge's decision. Little baby herself, Spencer. And she picked Paranorman. I knew she would. Paranorman. That little dumpling. Punched its ticket to the final four out of 64 movies. I know. I know. And you know what's funny? If I could have picked 10 movies I want in the final four, Paranorman would have been one of them. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm glad it worked out like that, buddy. And dude, on the other side, the Battle of the Fs. Feast. Mm-hmm. Great creature feature. Very unique. Very funny. Yeah. Very bloody. Mm-hmm. Versus Fright Night. Yes. You know, man, we knew what we had to do. We had to, and it was Fright Night. Yeah. On the other side, we're getting to the nitty-gritty. We are. We have. Getting down to the final four. This one, these next two hurt me that we had to say these. Trick or Treat versus... John Carpenter's The Thing. I mean, you want to talk about smart writing on both hands. Yeah. You want to talk about a solid script on both hands. You want to talk about a solid cast on both hands. Absolutely. You want to talk about Trick or Treat gets you in the Halloween spirit, but John Carpenter's The Thing is so smartly written, it gets you in this like feeling of, you dread, know, dread, this, scare. this feeling of scare, this feeling of distrust. Yeah. But ultimately, we had to go with Trick or Treat. Yeah. An American Werewolf in London versus Halloween. Mm. This one pained me. I know. Because I actually went with American Werewolf in London at first. Yeah, and I went with Halloween. And much deliberation. Yes. Because we, we really didn't want to do another judge's decision, especially this one. Yeah. You know, I was like, even if we got to talk, you know, for hours, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And we end up going with Halloween. It's just hard not to. So, final four. The winner from Group A, Paranorman faced yep. off Fright Night. Yep. And because of nostalgia, because of our love for it, Sadly, the Cinderella story ended there. Yeah. And the unlikely, I wouldn't have expected, because it almost didn't make the tournament. Yeah, you're right. Fright Night wins bracket A. Yeah. Bracket B, Trick or Treat versus Halloween. Oh, man. Can you get more of a Halloween feeling from two movies? It's impossible. But... The spirit of Halloween, much like Samheim, yep. lies with Trick or Treat. It does. So your final matchup for the Halloween movie showdown. Trick or Treat versus Fright Night. Yep. The pros for Trick or Treat. It's phenomenal writing. Yes. It is the best written anthology ever made. And it was short. It was an hour 22. That Yeah, that's actually... Yeah. <laughs> 82 minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, yeah, it was 82 minutes long. And I like to say this. No matter where you start Trick or Treat, it 
fully wraps. Yeah. So, I mean, literally... It has no holes. Yeah. It is a perfect story, and everyone... It's just a perfect web of interconnected stories. Fright Night, while a five-star film to me, mm-hmm. it has a couple of holes, but they're so minute, I wouldn't even bring them up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a couple of holes versus not a single hole. Yeah. You've got to go... You know, we got to be blessed by Sam Heim himself. Got to be. Because the winner <laughs> of the 64 movie tournament is Trick, Trick or, or treat. treat. Guys, we had a ton of fun <sighs> doing this bracket. And it's only fitting that our Halloween bracket ended with Trick or Treat. As yeah. Halloween as it gets. Man... We had a, a lot of a lot of hairs fall out. We yeah. were stressed on this one, but I think this I was. Got more grays. I tell you, this was a lot of fun. But be expecting, you know, we're gonna now. This isn't gonna be a a monthly thing, mm-hmm. but we're gonna try and get some more. And we have a phenomenal one coming up in December, the Christmas movie throwdown, which that one. Yeah, all bets are off on what could happen. Oh, absolutely. That. Absolutely. But guys, if you like this, you know, we appreciate you. And we have so much. We have between, you know, our main episodes, between bonus episodes, between, you know, minis, we have over a hundred things you can listen mm-hmm. to. And we try and put stuff out every week. You know, Trey's busy being the best there is. <sighs> I'm busy being a scallywag. But if you would like to tell us what we got right in this tournament, what we got wrong, a movie we missed because, like we said, there was a lot that could not be in the tournament. Only 64 movies. You can do this so many ways. You can go on Twitter, at film underscore toast. You can go on Facebook, facebook.com slash toast2film. That's mm-hmm. the number two. You can look for us on TikTok and Instagram, mm-hmm. a toast2film, all one word. Yep. Or email us directly, bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you good night. And good viewing, everyone. And trick or treat.